I'm John Rutledge, a.k.a. Eggsy from Visionary Rap Group, the GLC. Lover of mystery, disciple of intrigue. I'm Mike Bubbins, comedian and qualified PE teacher, fan of fact, seeker of proof. We're on a quest to unexplain the most unexplainable mysteries. For we are the Unexplainers. Well, this is beautiful, feeding the ducks with a bit of bread. You know, lovely, mate. Just you, you and me. me. Oh, thanks for coming, you know. A couple of mallards there. They seem happy enough, don't they? You should really enough. feed ducks bread, by the way. But, um... Well, it's t- not, it's, when I say bread, I mean what seats. Lovely, peaceful place. Imagine if the peace was broken now, though, if some sort of creature just burst up through the water, sucked yeah. in all those ducks and blew a load of feathers out the other I wouldn't end. worry about it, mate. It was two foot deep, isn't it? Sure. It'd be terrifying, though, wouldn't it? Well, if it could happen, it'd be quite scary, yeah, but... Do you want to see something terrifying? Oh, God, what are going to do? Come with me, and I will show you something that will destroy your mind. You up for it? You want to come with me? No, yeah? I don't want to come with you, John, obviously. But for the sake of creating like a compelling narrative, I will come with you. Right, let's go then. An explainer's log. Apparently, a huge lake monster lived in Clean Teggit, aka Lake Bala, terrorising the nearby town of Bala. So we set off for the town of Bala, just next to the lake. Bala Lake. I did try to zone you out for most of the car journey, yeah, but from what I could gather, you think there's a monster living in the lake? It's a five-mile-long serpent with teeth like swords. Probably two small arms at the front that would tear you apart. It's five miles long, yeah? Yes. You know it's a three-and-a-half-mile-long lake? Yes. That's like having a three-inch goldfish in a two-inch bowl? Yeah. With no photographic evidence whatsoever. Word of mouth can sometimes be much more powerful than photos, Mike. Have you not heard the old saying, word of mouth is stronger than photos? I'll be honest, that's the first first time I've heard that. The locals would probably give us more detail. They might say, oh, it's long and round. And another one might say, well, actually, it's like a big ball. And another one might say, oh, oh, no, it's half an inch long, but it's got the power of a thousand men. Evidence is just screaming to be discovered. Come on! We hit the high street in search of John's evidence. First stop was a craft shop. Owner Les could fabricate anything out of wood, but hopefully that would be all he'd be fabricating. There's somebody at the back of the shop there. there. How's it going? You all right? It's going okay. Good, good, good. John's here because he's stumbled upon the Bala Lake monster. Yes. Right. Which may or may not exist. I'm thinking it doesn't. Which I was convinced I'd seen one morning. Will then you? see straight uh, away. Driving in on, from Llanuwchllyn. That's the village at the bottom end of the lake. Okay. Yeah. I saw a shape on the water just through the corner of my eye. I stopped and I looked and it was there. Without a doubt, you know, a distinct hump like they tend to show for Loch Ness. And, uh, and it was slowly sort of moving. I stopped the car and looked at it closely and, and it was absolutely certain it was there. Wow. I couldn't believe my luck. A witness who'd seen the monster with his very own eyes. Was he about to reveal he captured the beast and had it stored in a bathtub at the back? And then I realised that it was ripples on the surface of the water being caused by the wind coming off the tops of the trees. And then as the wind dropped, the shape disappeared. See, this is basically what I believe, right? You believe in a lot of wind. No, but Les was close to it. <laughs> and when he looked at it closely, it was the wind blowing the surface of the lake. So which is more believable, that the wind could blow the surface of a lake, mm. or that there's like a thousands of year old monster living in the lake? I'm a strong believer in wind and its positive power, but I've also experienced Mike's ability to use wind to negative effect. I was curious to know if anyone else had ever hunted the monster. There were a group of businessmen from Japan, I believe, looking for monsters in lakes, and they'd certainly been to Loch Ness before they came to Bala. And we saw this enormous trailer over by the yacht club, and suddenly a patch of the lake went dead calm. 
And the only time I'd ever seen that happen before was whale watching, and when a whale comes up to the surface, the pressure flattens the surface of the water off. And the next thing you know, this submarine just came up out of the water in the middle of Ballalay. Like a lot small submersible? Or like a, no, no, it wasn't small. There were a couple of men in it. That's dedication to the cause. I mean, if we can... The Japanese don't mess around, do they? I mean, no. I've, I've been on holiday. I've never taken a submarine with me. No. <laughs> and they find anything? Water. No. <laughs> water in the bottom of the lake. John's monster legend had been blown off course and sunk by a Japanese submarine. Music to my ears. I was ready to go home, but John was convinced the local greengrocer had answers and vegetables. He was half right. No, it sprang up during the 60s sometime. All right. Okay. Some fishermen had spotted it, uh, something with humps in the lake anyway. See. So before okay. that, Dennis, there was no... No, no mention. We've heard uh, rumours about Japanese research oh, scientists. Right. We had that here back in the 80s, maybe, was it? Okay. They did say that's an unidentified blob. Now this is good. Water. An yeah. unidentified yeah. blob underwater. A, yes. a, a UBU, by like Yes, it. roughly about 15 foot long. Okay. The water's so murky they couldn't make out what it was. Okay. Well, his okay. name's Taggy, by the way. Okay, Taggy. Yeah. I'll send yeah. it. I'll send it. He may come to the call. I don't know. Hashtag breakthrough. Not only did we have a blob, we had a blob with a name, and names always make things easier to find. That's why when we look for something named a fishing shop, that's exactly what we found. Hello. Hello there. Um, is it possible we could ask you a few questions? You're talking about Taggy, the Bala monster. Have you ever been at the lake and just had a feeling that there's something not right? No. Oh. Look in the, in the photographs behind you there. There's some huge fish on there. Yeah, so the, the wall behind the your pike. counter. Is that a pike on the far right there? That's the head of the pike. It's huge. Isn't that it? is like the size of a rugby ball. What's the biggest fish you know that's ever been caught? In Balalay? Yeah. 28 and 3 quarters pounds. Wow. So that's over two stone. Wow. Do they come to the surface ever? Because I mean, that would. I mean, that's no. A, no. No, they don't, do they? That small one there, Yeah. that is the Gwynia, that is the fish unique to Bala Lake. There's a fish unique to Bala Lake? That one, yes, the Gwynia. Okay. Which is descending from the Ice Age. So you wouldn't find that in any other lake in the UK, would you? It's just... No, just but not. you will find a relative of it in Loch in Scotland. Specifically Loch Ness, by any chance? I don't know. A fascinating development, a species unique to Lintegid with family links to Scotland. I was completing a jigsaw puzzle in my mind, then I realised we had an investigation to get on with, so I stopped. We're sat in a lovely historic cafe. Lovely warm little cafe now, yes. People we spoke to did say that when the Japanese scientists took a submarine... Well, they weren't Japanese scientists, they were Japanese businessmen. The only difference is a white jacket and a beige blazer. That's the only difference. When the Japanese business scientists took the submarine, we were told they found an unidentified underwater blob. A UUB. Well, all I'm going to say is if there was a well-known commercial television network listening, I'm sure they would be interested in commissioning a TV show called Blob Hunters. And I'm sure we would be on primetime television every day of the week. That, that's not going to carry a TV series. Now, combine it with antiques, maybe, and we're away. Right. Antiques okay. and blobs. Okay. The Antiques and Blob Roadshow. Unfortunately, there weren't any TV producers to overhear us, but there was local councillor and former lake warden, Dilwyn, who had a totally new perspective. I actually went down with them one night. So you, you actually got into in the, the sub, yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A Bala local who was in the Japanese sub. Yeah. If Dilwyn says he definitely didn't see anything, will that be enough evidence for you? I think it will be a type of evidence that can only fuel my passion to hunt down this creature, cut his head off and put it on a wooden plaque. So, Dilwyn, in your own words, what exactly happened? And when you're down there... What can you see? Yeah. Well, in a nutshell, nothing. It's 50 metres in the deepest part. But they did actually find, and they brought that up, a complete exhaust system for a car. 
<laughs> Brand new. Okay. Was there anything, any anomalies, anything on the sonar or the radar that, that you might thought Not oh, really with the sub, but having been a lake warden there for about six, seven years, there were occasions when I thought, what's that then? You know, if you can imagine the lake, it's a massive stretch of water on a quiet night, perfectly calm. You could actually see sort of massive ripples sometimes. It's amazing what you can actually see in it when it's quiet. But of course, even a duck makes massive ripples on a quiet lake. John's lake monster theory was sinking without trace. Dillwyn had an explanation from World War II rooted in fact. Not internet fact, real fact. Like you'd find in a book. A book of facts. Somebody had a bright idea, apparently it was a circus owner. Let's train my sea lions to put limpet mines on ships. And the MOD said, that sounds a good idea. So they brought them to the top end of the lake and they trained these up for months on end. And it was really going well. Yeah, swim along. If you see a German ship, you know, take this limpet mine and stick it on and then run like crazy because it's going to go off any minute kind of scenario. And the seals were really good because they were clever seals, you know. But there was one thing that they couldn't overcome, which was their frenzy for feeding. So when they saw a fish, they would go after the fish and as you well know, you can't attach a limpet mine to a fish, can you? You can't. They are working on it, but yeah. That's the sort of local legend that when the funding was stopped, that the circus owner didn't actually take them, he just let them go, and they probably lived here for a few years, survived okay. for a while in the water, yeah. They didn't actually come into town and go around the pubs or anything, they yeah. just used to stay in the lake. But I think it's something like that that probably started this whole thing. Would you be happy with the idea of a creature living in the lake? I can't really persuade myself that there's something living there which we haven't seen yeah. yet. Unless it's very, very shy. Wham! Dillwyn had hit the nail on the head. Teggy was very, very shy. And it was down to myself and Mike to boost its confidence and prepare it for the cameras and the world. Right, Mike, we've pretty much covered a lot of this high street. I've got this equation that goes submarine plus lake plus wind plus military equals giant monster. No one we've spoken to has seen a lake monster. Right, I'll make a deal with you. If we do see something come out of the water, I will take off all my clothes and I will get into the water and I will stay there until the creature takes me. Even if it takes up to 15 years. Now, I've yeah. never been so keen as now mm. to have one of your theories proved correct. The image of one of Wales's finest comedy rappers mm. rolling around naked in Lake Bala slash Clean Teggid mm. for 15 years. I hope the Welsh tourist board are listening because if that doesn't attract people to the area, nothing will. I was now desperate to find Teggy. I would dunk John on the lake at the first sign of a hump, a lump, or a watery bump. A nearby notice board had information that would take our hunt to the next level. Where's the one place we really need to be if we're going to get some first-hand evidence? In your mind? Like the... Look at this. Bala Lake Railway, Mike. Yeah. I thought you were pointed to uh, Billy Thompson gypsy style, the violinist there. That's next week. We'll, we'll get tickets for that. Join us on a delightful nine-mile return journey by steam train alongside Lintegid with excellent views of the lake. Two tickets to Monsterville. Oh, then afterwards, you maybe do a stained glass workshop and, hey, yoga. There nice. we are, mate. You get in touch with your spiritual side. Hey, I love bending over and sweating. I've seen you do it, haven't I? Yeah, loads. This is like an 1880s railway station. Straight away, I'm Bernard Cribbins. You're one of them kids who rips their pants off and waves them round to alert me of a landslide. This really is the railway children to the max. We're going to get on the train here, travel around the lake, and keep your eyes peeled, because if we see something now, this is the beginning. Oh, what's the door shut? Door closed. We're in. Whoa, look at the steam clouds building up around us. Yep. 
We're rolling. We are going, John. Wagons are rolling. Let's play a little game of what can you see. Let's play a game called My Window, Your Window. OK, I'll look at my window, you look at your window. You ready? I'll go first. OK, go. Grass. Cow. Posts. Bush. Tree. Telegraph pole. Sheep. Mountains. Barbed wire. Tree. Steve McQueen on a motorbike jumping over a giant creature. Hedge. I got you there because I hadn't really seen the giant creature. Tree. You said tree three times. Well, I've seen three different trees. Wait, we're actually approaching the lake. We can see it. The sun's breaking through the clouds. There's a heron flying literally 30 centimetres above the water. I'm just waiting for something to just burst out of the water. You know, a head the size of a double-decker bus. Just reaching down, grabbing the train, and just biting the train in half. That's what I'm imagining. I'm just taking in the spectacular scenery, really. Right, even if, right, and this is a big if, if you found evidence of a lake creature, what would that mean? It would probably mean for me a complete change of career. I like the sound of this. Harness the animal's skills, ride it across the lake every summer, three times a day, do a show. Eggs in Texas world. For the first time in history, see a man ride a creature from the prehistoric age. I'd love to see you as a prehistoric cowboy. Through a hula hoop. And they would you be are seats. essentially a sauropod in a cowboy hat. Yeah. And a pair of speedos. Yeah. Bare chested. No, a pink top. Because you want to catch people's eyes. Because if you look, there's a lot of greys and greens and browns. Pink life vest. You can see a couple of fellas there fishing off the jetty, right? And none of these fishermen who sort of populate the entire shoreline have ever snagged to take you, have they? Maybe there are some people that have seen it. Well, maybe we should speak to somebody who's an eyewitness. That's not a bad idea. In fact, it's probably the first relevant thing you've said since this investigation began. Do you know anybody who's seen it? You don't know anybody? I do. can find someone. I will find someone. That night, I fished for an eyewitness using the biggest net in the world, the internet. The next day, we headed down to the lakeside to hook up with father and son anglers Paul and Richard. So, Paul, Richard, hi guys. Hi. Obviously, Mike's not impressed by anything, but finding just you guys. Impressed by you, really. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the way we roll, Mike. Meeting you guys is fantastic, and this is the spot where you, you witness something. Yeah, probably 18 months ago, it was when they had a rescue service training day down in Bala. We was fishing, but obviously there was that much noise and commotion that we decided to move to what's called an Asia Reserve. And I was about to cast out, and all of a sudden, a black thing just appeared 60 yards out. It was a shape of like a horse's head, but more rounded in all the features. It was just like a black, shiny-looking silhouette. The thing that I could see was possibly about four foot. Yeah. And it was moving along. And as soon as I saw it, I said to Richard, I said, what the hell's that? My first reaction, maybe somebody's throwing a, a stick in for, for a dog or something. Right. The more I looked at it, he just couldn't relate it to any kind of other creature. We watched it, and then it went by the edge of the bushes, as if it was sniffing along the And how long would that have been lasted for it? Not long enough to actually get any footage, because mm. to be honest, he was kind of mesmerised by what it was. Could that have been like a pike? No. Wrong shape, wrong colour. Right. Are there other eels in there? Could it be like a... No, I mean, I think the record eel's about £16, which would probably be about as thick as your wrist and four foot long. Well, okay. a lot thicker than John's Very wrist. Small wrist. Yeah. John's like, got the wrist of like, like a pencils, small child. Yeah, yeah, pencil wrist, but maybe yeah. yours, Mike. It's a lovely wrist, Mike, yeah. Another question, Paul. Rescue weekend going on or whatever was... Like, I'm 18 stone. Imagine me, if you will, in a pair of Speedos. Lovely John, image. John see me in Speedos. Yeah, it's great. Could that have been someone like me, maybe going through like a rescue scenario? You imagine John. A diver in you some imagine form. John towing me. Not that I know of, because they were moving without making any any noise or any ripples. There's I grunt a lot when I move. Some of the people we you do grunt a lot actually. Grunt a lot. It's just yeah. the way you were born. 
Um, some people have mentioned that there were military experiments here involving uh, seals. 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 Yeah. Strange, mm. yeah. Do you think what you saw could have perhaps been a seal? No, by the shape of the head. Mm. We've seen seals and we've been down the lower seven fishing because yeah. I caught yeah. the estuary. Right. Well, one convinced the method we were using on that day brought it up. Yeah, what do you say about that? The lure you were using? The lure I use, I make them, it's about six inches long. Mm. Okay. And as you pull it, pushes a big plume of water right. and it makes like a plopping like noise. Like a seabird landed. Yeah, it's like yeah. plop, plop, plop. But this didn't go for the lure, but it certainly popped up to see what was going on. This was a brilliant tip. If we headed out onto the lake and started plopping on the water, we'd surely provoke John's imaginary teggy to rear its fictional head. Since it happened, are you a little bit scared now to come here? The last time I came, I got some waders on and I waded up to my knees and I didn't feel comfortable because I saw the way it came up. There was no sound, there was hardly any disturbance at all. What we saw could actually come up without any warning. So the way I feel is if whatever it was was to grab you, what chance would you have? Right. And I mean, we don't know everything. We've only seen the head, we don't know what it's attached <laughs> to. It could have legs, who knows? With Paul and Richard's testimony logged, it was time to go to the next level, sea level, well, lake level. We needed a boat, or as I like to call it, a Bala Operation Teggy Buoyant Observation Transporter, or BOT-BOT. You've got the, the foresight and the decency on a day that is probably the worst day for weather in the North Wales area. You've booked us on a boat trip on the lake. I mean, look at this rain. It looks it's like something out of a, a horror film. But what's the best way to gather information first-hand through the human eye, through the human ear, through all the human holes. All the openings to the head. All the openings to the head and any other opening we've got, skin pores, anything. John, I'm using one of, well, two of my holes in my head right now, my eyes. Classic head holes. I'm looking at the lake. I can't see the hills in the distance anymore. They're covered in mist. They're gone. Yeah. What I can see is like a grey, cold, very, very choppy lake. Yeah. What do you notice about that lake particularly? It's a canvas for science. Right, not just canvas for science, John, a blank canvas for science. Yes. Because there are no boats out there. Mm -hmm. There's a very good reason for that. I'll tell you why, because they know there's a very important scientific research experiment and they don't want to affect the outcome of the experiment, right. which will involve two men with loads of holes in their head absorbing information. I get seasick. Ear, nose, eye, mouth. I remember a trip to Boulogne once. Yeah. We're playing rugby over there as a small child. Yeah. I was sick the whole journey. Yeah, okay. Right, it wasn't as bad as this. Don't be afraid, okay? So what I want you to do, if you do feel fear, Imagine yourself as a water cowboy. A wow boy. You're a wow boy. A type of cowboy that's never existed before. And you are breaking ground here by taking on the responsibility of a cowboy in a watery environment. I, on the other hand, am a North Sea oil platform king. Right. But, uh, the rest of my men have run away. Oil lord. An oil lord. And between the two of us, we will control forces of nature and find a creature. Do you that's think, why we're do doing Do you think this. if Teggy exists, mm. do you think that he or she or it is under the water right now? Yes, I think Teggy is there. And I know, okay, if we're on a boat, we're only going to be floating on the top and Teggy can decide to hang around in one of the deep, cavernous underwater zones that it lives in. But I've got the technology to really find out where Teggy is. At least tell me you're not going to captain the boat, you? I've got a proper guy to do the boat, at least, okay? Good news, John wouldn't be steering a boat. Bad news, John would be on a boat, and so would I. By the time we got to the boatyard, my mood was sinking. I hoped it wasn't an omen.
just it's worth at this juncture just saying that we don't do this in the studio. This is not made up. I really am freezing cold. Yeah. It really is throwing down with rain. Yeah. We really are at a boat centre up next to Ballard Lake. And don't you feel tingly inside? Yeah. It's like that. I don't know. Enchanted sleigh ride. And that's what this is like, except it's a boat ride. Yeah. I know this is radio, but look what I've got, Mike. You've got a microphone. Mm-hmm. The end of the microphone, you stick into a condom. A protective rubber bag, I call it. Yeah, it looks like a condom to me. Well, technically it is, but yeah, it's a protective rubber microphone. You've then started to take pebbles to the outside of the microphone. Yeah. We all know microphones pick up audio. That's what they're for. This one will sink to the bottom. It will pick up potentially taggy. We might pick up the voice. That's a key word there, potentially, isn't it? That's a mm. really, really key word. Yeah, so what I've done here, it's not just a microphone in a condom. Pebble Condom Mic 3000. Exactly. It's actually Pebble Condom Mic 32 because there's been 32 test versions. So I spent 180 quid on microphones and they're gone now. But this one will not leak. Without this, I'm not being funny, if you just put your ear to the water, you're not going to get half as much information as this is. So to try, to, scientifically, well, we're going to use Condom Pebble Mic 32. Yeah. I've been on a few fishing trips in my time. I've been on loads. We often use a thing called a fish finder, which will tell you what's underneath the boat. I haven't seen that yet. Sonar. Sonar. Probably the best thing you need. I'd say the only thing, really. Ask me who's got the instructions. Have you got the instructions for the fish sonar, yes. John? Have you got the fish sonar, John? No. With such a complicated array of kit to cope with, we needed a boat expert to do the driving bit. Luckily, Cleon, probably Welsh for Leon, was on hand to steer our deep water research vessel. Okay, Cleon, so you were going to be at the centre. Yeah, I'm your driver today. Have you ever worked with pros like us before when it comes to deep water research or anything like that? Uh, no. You do the boatmaster stuff, we'll do the research stuff. Combined, we'll create the ultimate team. Just before we leave, I'm assuming there's going to be personal flotation devices, stroke life jackets available to all of us. Yeah, are there sort of bin bags full of air or any, that sort of thing? Everything you need, we've got it. Okay. Is there such thing as a life preserver cape? No. John had promised me a luxury cruiser with a heated observation deck, a swinging discotheque, and a seat at the captain's table. We're going out on the lake on an open top dinghy. Blue. We're going out on the lake on a blue. It's actually an orange yeah. balloon with an outboard motor. Yeah. That's right. Oh, great. Okay, so Mike's getting in very much like uh, Yuri Gagarin getting into his little spaceship. Whoa, look at that, the whole thing rocked there. Look at his stance there. He looks like a Viking in a PVC red top there. That's a great look you've got there. Legs apart, hands on hips. Be great when we pick up speed. Let's get out there. Let's do it. Full speed ahead, driver. Skipper. Skipper. With the weather turning for the worst, we skimmed across the surface of the lake towards its deepest part. The wind was slamming a wall of rain into our faces. It was a type of fun, but not a type I could really relate to. I'm holding tight now, and it's incredibly cold, it's incredibly wet, and I can just feel the liquid stinging my face. And the boat is making what we call a yawing action, pitching to and fro, yawing starboard to port. Yawing hell, I think, is the correct terminology. I'll tell you what's also good, it may only be a small rib. A floating death machine is how I call it. It may only be 18 feet long, but there's plenty of room at the back of the boat for what is called a swimming pool. Yeah, they definitely got the swimming pool bit of this right. I mean, oh, the water's coming into the boat now, which is always a bonus. It's like, whoa, there's a big wave. Whoa. If I can just, oh, good Lord. In, in some ways, I'd rather get a wedgie off Who a piece of dry, hard rope from a strong man at a circus. Two words that don't belong together, right? Pleasure cruise. Yeah. At long last, we reached the middle of this forbidding lake. An abyss lay beneath us nine miles deep and full of terrible secrets. Factually, by nine miles deep, John actually means 42 metres deep. It was time to drop some science into the icy depths. I'm going to talk through to test the levels. One, two, one, two. 
Teggy mics, do you read Alpha Tango? So I'm sending the mic down, guys. Send it. This is cutting edge. So right now, as this mic's going in, we're collecting as much information as possible yeah. about what's under there. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, my face feels like it's been in front of a shop blaster for about 25 minutes. Yeah, I like the way the rain is almost invisible, yet stings like a thousand cuts. And now, hang on, I'm going to try and send that signal text psychically. What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, that's good, that's a good noise there. Let me try and channel Teggy as well. You try. Teggy! Let me try some whale song. Well, if that doesn't bring Teggy towards us, nothing's going to okay, work. Okay, I mean, I mean, one thing I've got to say is that, that sounds like a swimmer in distress. And we know that, we talked with the anglers yesterday, they used a, a lure that simulated someone flapping on top of the Created water. Created a pitter patter on top of the water. Let's simulate someone in trouble yeah. on top of the water, okay. maybe having a terrible time with the family. Okay. Uh, they've had a big row. They've only come here because they don't want to go to Spain this year. Yeah, okay. Um, and the weather's taking a turn for the worse. Okay. Right? Try to be my wife. I'll be the husband. Yeah. Dean! I'm oh, never coming here again! What have you done this for? It's rubbish! I'm gone to Spain! Oh! I'm, I'm soaking wet, Marjorie! Look at you! I'm the, soaking wet, Marjorie! The kids Marjorie. don't respect you, you anymore! I'm spend Sundays with you your mother, but this is awful! Here for this. this is awful, Marjorie! You told me you'd buy me a house uh, in the Cotswolds! Uh, has that worked? Has he uh, is that any good? Drawn Teggy towards a distressed there? boat? I know for a fact that when the Japanese came here with a submarine, they used very similar techniques. What does a porpoise make? What does a noise Whoa, make? Mike, what's that coming out of the water? It's a ripple. Oh. No, no, there, there. That's uh, a sandwich box. Oh my God, man, it's a giant polystyrene block. Out of the blue, a sudden realization hit me. If Teggy was to attack, my inflatable waistcoat, a partially waterproof microphone, and my imaginary husband would be no defense. If there is a creature under here, probably big enough to take this entire It'd boat. It's flip this craft. Yeah. If, if it's anything like Paul and, and Richard described yesterday. Yeah. I, I love you as a friend. Mm, I've got thanks. deep, deep respect for you, but you really have to flash yourself this time, John. I don't think I've ever been more uncomfortable than I am right now. I'm soaking wet, up to my ankles in water. Yeah. Mm. Um, the only redeeming thing, there's the possibility that I'll get killed as well by a, by a lake monster. Yeah. This is what we call a lose-lose situation. I think at least if you get bitten in half by some creature from the Cretaceous period, it's a glorious way to go. Whereas just having a heart attack on the side of a bright orange boat in a lake is not that impressive. Um, We're bobbing again, John. Yeah, bobbing. I mean... Should, I, should we just say for research purposes, we need to go back and collate the information we've gathered? I think we need to. And if I can just drop a pun in, John, because you know I'm a comedian by I trade. love a bit of punnage. Um, I'm Mike Bubbins, not Mike Bobbins. Good. And that was a good pun. But we're going through punishment oh, right now. Wonderful. Full speed ahead, driver. Take us home. I don't know which is worse, having a soaking wet crotch or ice cold feet. Teggy didn't make an appearance, so unfortunately John wouldn't spend the next 15 years floating naked in the lake. We found a cafe to dry off, with some crisps and a drink. John, we've been here over two days now. Time with you always flies, I'm having such fun, mate. Feels like a flash, doesn't it? What we haven't got in the last two days of hunting is any evidence whatsoever of a lake monster, so we're gonna head home shortly. Yes. You've got a final ace to play. I've got one more thing to tell you. I've got some high definition. The audio we collected, and we've definitely heard... Nothing at all. Something like this. Yeah, that was it. Almost like the sound of water hitting a, hitting a microphone wrapped in a condom. Yeah, almost. But what if, as we lowered the microphone, Teggy was underwater, Teggy's mouth was open, and it actually went into Teggy's neck? What if we've got solid evidence of the sound of Teggy's throat? You cannot deny that sounds like the inside of someone's throat. For the, for the purpose of an argument, I won't deny that. Therefore, 
we are one step closer to the truth. The Unexplainers is a Zipline Creative Production, BBC Radio Wales. Down, Periscope! Dive, dive! The Unexplainers Extra! Check out our website, theunexplainers.com. Follow us on Twitter, at The Unexplainers. Find us on Facebook, or check out our videos on YouTube. The Unexplainers, explaining most things that are unexplainable. Apart from that horrible bit of skin in between your toes, I'm not going anywhere near that. Right, John, let's do a trailer, come on. Okay, here we go. The Demon Seed is happening. It's now. It's here. It's about to open your mind to a whole new world of paranormal existence, mysteries, intrigue. Yeah. Well, it's just that. It's, it's yeah. things that, you know, it's you talking about things that can't be explained. Yeah. And then me, me explaining them. Unlike any other show that's been done, especially mm. between the two of us ever. Oh, um, yeah, nothing like anything we've done previously. If you want to waste half an hour, then just just, just click the link that will take you to this thing. And it, and it might be longer than that. Yeah. And, it might be shorter than that. Yeah. But it'll, be, it'll be around that, that length of time. I've got it. I've got it. Go on. I haven't got much on. Listen to the Demon Seed. Yeah. And that's it. That's Walk it. in the dog. Listen, listen to, the to the Demon Seed. And we can do it together. Yeah, yeah. So. Walk in the dog. Listen, listen to, to the Demon Seed. Listen to the Demon Seed. Washing up. There we go. Listen, listen to the, to the demon, demon Seed. seed. Paint in the wall. Listen to listen the Demon Seed. seed. Um, I, haven't got, I don't know many people. Listen, to, listen the to the demon seed. Um, um, don't don't like mixing. I want to stay in tonight. Listen to the listen demon, to the demon seed. seed. Um, um, you've been no, kicked uh, off by your missus because she yeah. found out you've been fiddling with next door. Uh, you live sleeping the in the car. Yeah. Listen, listen to the demon to seed. The seed. Um, uh, had a power cut and I haven't got anything to do. Listen. But your yeah. ear. But still work because your phone yeah. was charged up. Yes. Listen yes. to the demon Listen seed. Listen to the demon seed. Um, car broken down on the side of a motorway. Listen. L- no, no, no. Be careful with that. Okay. Because you've it... got to be aware of traffic and stuff. Oh, like right. How about this? How about this? Car broken down on the side of the motorway. Safely gone behind the barrier on the hard shoulder, away from the car, and called the authorities. And then. Listen. Listen to the demon to seed. The demon seed. Yeah. That is a good Cross, trailer. Crossing the road. Don't listen to the demon Press seed. Pause. Yeah. Cross Get the road the safely. Side. Yeah, get to the other side. And Going then... the pavement again. Listen to the demon seed. The demon seed, yeah. Um, what other things are Going there? on an hour-long walk. Listen to the demon listen seed. To but then the last sort of 15 minutes plus... Just listen just to bird song. To nature. Listen to, yeah, just listen to bird song. You miss out a lot sometimes by, by having headphones on. You miss out yeah. a lot. Worried about being asked for spare change by homeless people? Listen to the demon seed. Listen to the demon seed. Listen to the demon seed, yeah. Or pretend, uh, just, just pretend listen to the demon seed. Yeah, classic. On a train, uh, looking out the window. Yeah. Listen to the... In, in a quiet carriage, make sure it's very quiet. Yeah. You don't want none of this... Although we haven't got any drummer bass in the demon seat. No, we can, I can get some in. I'm working on a track at the moment, actually. Well, so, I don't, because it'll... Yeah, think of that's that. true. Might ruin it. The trains in it. Okay. All right, well, I think we've given them a good... A pretty pretty good roundup of what to... How to use it? Well, usually reset a punchy fifteen seconds, so that that's, that should nail it. That's right in there. That is top of the charts. That was, that was perfect. Well done. Brilliant. 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 Thanks, Reese. No problem. Producer Reese, there. I like the way the standards are so low. That was. If you if you're producer Reese, you know, listen to the demon seat. I mean, you'll have to because he's doing the edit. Yeah. <laughs>